We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, when we were younger, we were in primary school, and um, before we went swimming, we'd all have to stand in the disinfectant dye, and you'd leave, and your feet be like Simpsons, they'd be yellow from the dye, like. Now, you do know that that's not just, like, an isolated experience, that is probably a universal thing, like, as kids, we all had to step in the disinfectant. But it was a yellow. Before we went in. Yeah, because it's like a disinfectant to stop you from spreading verrucas. But we'd like. stay in it until our feet turned yellow. <laughs> and your lips turned blue. <laughs> it's your favourite queers, back in your ears. It's I'm Grandmam. Hey girlies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Hotel Room Edition Live from the Gantry London <laughs> It is your hosts Kevin and PJ We're not sponsored But um, I got put up in the Gantry Because we're over here For the London book launch um, So we're going to milk the hotel Now By all means If Hilton Hotels Want to sponsor us Oh yeah Mr Hilton Get on to us We know you're, we're close personal friends With your daughter Paris I'm wearing my dressing gown I feel bad for Paris's sister What's her name? She's Nikki. the sister? Nikki no one, Nikki Hilton No one gives a shit about Nikki Well like Minaj Obviously people love her But like Nikki Hilton No one cares about her I've never even heard of a Nikki Hilton You know Nikki From where? Paris But how would I know her? What does she do? Is she she's just a Paris socialite sister. like Paris? Yeah she was Paris But I think she was a bit more boring I think she was like Do you know if you got stuck next to her at the dinner You'd be like Fuck's sake I'm sitting next to Nikki But maybe she's actually All the better for not being out in the public eye and not being as well known as her sister. Maybe. You know, maybe she doesn't even envy her. I say she's allergic. Nikki Hilton. Yeah. I, I do think the, the the name, the surname Hilton is kind of... It's pussy. It's kind of pussy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We're donning the hotel robes. Speaking of pussy, we're looking pussy. Let well, actually, can... you're kind of looking a bit comedy. So I actually have a bone to pick with the person who does the robes for the hotel rooms. Because I'm a giant person, right? It's probably a child in a sweatshop. Yeah, so listen, child in the sweatshop, spend an extra two hours inside in that factory and make them bigger. No, I'm joking. Obviously, I'm against like child labor. Um, but um, why do you look so funny in it? Because they they're made like for, it's like one size fits all, but it doesn't fit me, babe. I'm not all. <laughs> no, I you're do. a gigantor. So so it's it's actually comedy. Like look at my hands. Also, I know I've said it a few times, and I presumably you'd have pulled me on it by now. Are you okay with me calling you gigantor? Yeah. Yeah, you are in June. BFG, babe. BFG vibes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Big fab giant. <laughs> <laughs> Big you know, fag giant. Big faggy giant. That's me, don't like. You know what? Obviously, they're comfy. Yeah. But dressing gowns on lads give me the ick a smally bit. No, I think they're hot. No, and a lot of the lads who are wearing the dressing gowns, they're typically sports themed. 
Okay. You know, there's a few lads. Oh, do you mean like not hotel ones? Not hotel ones. Yeah. Well, hotel ones give the illusion of glamour. Give another debauchery. And also, a dirty I'm, weekend. I'm used to seeing lads in hotel dressing gowns because I frequent hotels just to meet lads and have sex. who are staying in the yeah. hotels. I don't. Reader, I don't. <laughs> I'm actually just not an advocate for them in general. I'm enjoying it now and... They're really warm, actually. It's a bit of a moment. You can never be the right temperature in a dressing gown. No, you can't. These are quite warm now, actually. Now, my mum stayed in this hotel. So I had my mum over at the weekend, right? I'll get into it. Yeah. And I arranged for them to stay here. That that makes it sound like I'm, you know, I'm friends <laughs> with everyone in the hotel. I arranged for them. But this is the hotel I booked because I wanted it near to my gaff. Yeah. Right, but didn't want them on top of me either. Near okay. my space, girl. And... My sister was here with my mum and I came up to the room and Sarah was like, oh my God, dressing gowns and slippers. You know, they wouldn't be accustomed to the hotel life like myself. Shut up. And then my mum goes, get away from them. You'll have to pay for them. <laughs> and I think growing up, now we didn't really you often stay in hotels. You'd never have to pay to wear no, but a dressing gown. That's what I'm saying. But I think my mum and dad had us convinced that you did. You know the way, like if you were to stay in a hotel and yeah. typically the mini bar you would have to pay for and all the yeah. rest of it. So I think your parents would just have you stay away from everything. Okay, just be in case you get charged. Just in case you'd be getting charged. No, but you have, people be robbing the hotel robes and everything. Yeah, people be taking, like, that's the one thing. Is it a bit excessive of us? Is it a bit unnecessary of us to be breaking out the slippers? Because they're not reusing these, are they? I get as well with the slippers. They're too small for my feet. Well, they're too small for my feet. And you know, I have a very delicate age. You have a delicate... <laughs> you are a petite age. <laughs> you know a what I mean? I'm a sensitive age. Well, come here. Tell me, how was the weekend with your man? She Lovely. came in. She wouldn't leave anyone wear a dressing gown. What happened then? Um. So it was my mum's birthday recently. And Padraig's mum's birthday is actually the day after my mum's. So their birthdays are a day apart. Yeah. So we decided that we'd have them over to London for the weekend. Yeah. It's also been ages since my mum and sister were last over. Stunning. So arranged for them to come over. The only plan really we had was that they'd come early on the Saturday, the first flight out, which in hindsight was probably the mistake. You know, you want to make a full weekend out of it. Everyone always makes this mistake when they come to London, especially for like a day or two, they go, we'll get the 7am flight. So you're wrecked by three o'clock. But my mum wouldn't have been able to get off work early on the Friday to do a Friday evening flight. Oh, okay. And then you don't want to be getting here at like five o'clock. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So anyway, we them flying over early on the Saturday and then we had Tina the musical booked in for the afternoon matinee okay gorge anyway so we're at it also forgot how many bops she had Rolling. so we're at it and in the first 15 minutes I was like Jesus this is brilliant yeah right and I was like it's been a while as well since I'd seen the musical and I was just buzzing and without turning to my mum I just went oh my god isn't this amazing yeah and I had no response and I look at my mum's asleep <laughs> And I just thought, you have to be fucking kidding me. She was wrecked, more right? girl. So I looked in, Sarah's asleep as well. She's not. First 15 minutes, I couldn't believe it. I was nearly getting sick. <laughs> I look over, Paul Drake's mum and sister are awake, and so is Paul Drake. And I was like, no, absolutely not. So I like hit my mum and I went, I went, are you fucking serious? And she went, sorry. And she woke up and she goes, it's very warm. In fairness to Phil, it is really warm in the theatres. That's the thing, all those theatres have been around for a lot of time. They a run lot of hot. Them don't have air conditioning. Yeah. Also, for me, it's just a case of when you're in a room with a load of people and a load of people yeah. are breathing out carbon dioxide. Yeah. God. I'd be asleep as well. But my favourite thing about this whole weekend, I wasn't even there, girls. I was back in Dublin, right? But my favourite thing is Kevin did the most Kevin thing ever and you made an Excel spreadsheet with an itinerary for the whole weekend, which I will now read out. Hand it to me. Where's my phone? No, but it's giving your lockdown schedule all over again. It's my favourite thing ever. Let me. Babe, I'm going to read some it Some people like for some people who are doing trips. Yeah. Right, other people besides myself will make a schedule. But like boring. Like, How is it boring? The people who do like obviously schedule a bit and like have a rough idea of what you want to do. Save a few locations and maps. Do your research. But if you're scheduling to the T, I'm like have a Xanax and calm the fuck down, doll. I just wanted to make sure that everyone was having a good time, doll. Oh no, this I'm not. I'm Cuff not, me. Oh. Cuff me girls um, I'm not um, saying your one is bad I just think it's hilarious The things you added into the schedule So right Obviously 9.45am Mam and Sarah arrive Grant You want to know when they get there 10 15 minutes later 10am Drop <laughs> luggage off At the Gantry Hotel 10.15 Kevin joins For coffees and pastries 
Because I, I knew I'd be up early, so I wanted to have a brekkie. Okay. And basically, I know this sounds ridiculous, but I did actually have to plan those eatings because it transpired that we didn't end up following that schedule. Yeah. My mum and Sarah didn't. <laughs> and I knew what time we were going to go for dinner because yeah. you have to book in dinner in London, you right? You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were going to see the show at half two. It finished at five. Yeah. So I thought it would have made more sense to do a lighter breakfast brunch scenario <laughs> yeah. and do a proper lunch because we yeah. were going to be waiting at least five hours before we had dinner. Yeah. But no, my mum and sister arrived and they thought that they had a better gist of how things should go. Okay. Yeah. So did they do a heavier breakfast? Oh, they did a very heavy breakfast. <laughs> and it threw, it threw the day off. We had it here in the hotel. No wonder they were falling asleep. So they had a massive fry. <laughs> You know what I mean? With all the trimmings. And the one thing about Kevin as well, I love you for it. It's you need to have your breakfast, lunch and dinner and you need them to be breakfast foods at breakfast, lunch foods at lunch and dinner foods at dinner. You're you're saying that as if I'm an enigma. Do you know that most people <laughs> will have breakfast food at breakfast? Listen to what you're saying. Most people will have the likes of eggs or cereal or no, dare like, I say it, a croissant no. at breakfast and then have like no, a soup more, and a sandwich at more, lunch. It's more at lunch. You need to have a soup and sandwich at lunch. I don't like having a dinner at lunch, no, I oh, because I but like But like you eating. wouldn't have like, I don't know, you wouldn't have like rice and a bit of chicken at lunch. You'd have to have a sandwich or like a wrap. It would have to be that. And we went, we went. Cough the- me girls. <laughs> anyway. Wait, but you're, you're, you're saying it like it's crazy. Most people be, won't have a full blown dinner for their lunch. No, but like say no, say no if I made like a lasagna for dinner the night before, I'd have it for lunch the next day. Don't get me wrong I've done it in the past I'm just not a fan of it Because you know what I'm not going to get through The rest of the day And I'm a busy girl okay. If I have a heavy lunch I'm not lasting You're going to bed Okay okay But anyway So after you have the coffees and pastry 11am Explore Well we didn't have them As I alluded to <laughs> Yeah Explore 11am Explore the Olympic Village And shopping at Westfields <laughs> One Well I knew they'd want to do shopping Yeah And did they do that? Sarah popped over To get a bralette In Sarah <laughs> And my mum napped. Lovely. <laughs> After the brekkie. Gorgeous. Also, I wanted to do express manis. Did you do them? But we didn't do those either. Fuck's sake. Sarah had done her own nails the night before. And what, your mum just didn't give a shit? My mum really doesn't get her nails done that often. Oh. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to though. She's lovely nails anyway, you see. My mum yeah. actually is very well Just she's nails. a woman doesn't mean she has to. Exactly. Am I right, does. girls? Right. Um, 1pm lunch at Seven Dials, which I presume didn't happen. We got a, a drink. We've got, got a drink, drink in there. Liquid yeah. lunch, am I right, girls? It's five o'clock somewhere. Um, 2.15, Tina Turner, the musical, slash nap time for your mum and sister. Right? <laughs> My favourite thing in the whole thing is 5.15, free time. <laughs> I love the way he goes, you planned in the free time. But what you're after doing now and you're after selling me short is, I have four columns. You've overlooked the fact that I have a section on travel. Oh, I didn't even see these. To say... Oh my god To show people how they're going to get from me to be And also there's notes So at each stage of the journey He has what type of transport they're going to take To the next place And then the notes Because that's something that Like you know I would think about Yeah But obviously Like my mum and sister had to know the well, quickest route you with them No but they weren't with me from the airport to get to here Also I wanted to add in lunch, context Lunch at Seven Dials Elizabeth Lane to Tottenham Court Road Because you're not just bring them there But but because they had free time ahead of there okay. exploring Westfield, so there was the potential that you get separated. We might get separated. <laughs> okay, baby, I have to allow for possibilities. Dinner at Co Brasserie did that happen at seven pm? We pushed to seven thirty. Did that? Did that throw it all off then? No, it was actually it suited me because we needed more downtime. Because then after lunch you had scheduled gelato and a walk on Old Crompton Street, Chinatown, and Leicester Square at nine pm. Did you do that? We had a stroll, yeah. Do you have a gelato? We didn't end up having gelato. We were very full. Okay. That's the thing. Like, I know in my head, right, what I need to eat to sustain myself and so that I'm not starving. Yeah. My sister and my mother wouldn't have as great an appetite as I would. Okay. You know? So you were crank- you'd, be cr- you'd get cranky otherwise unless you eat. I'd be the same, like. Well, I made room in the schedule for a lot of eating. Okay. But... You know, they also had the option to not eat when we were there. You okay. Know? So, like, at dinner I ate... So you made the schedule food. for yourself, basically. No, I, I, when I was thinking about the food aspect, I was trying to please everyone. And that's just a reflection of the person that I am. <laughs> and maybe it's something I need to address. And then, lastly, 9.30 at night, drinkies at the cellar door. Oh, they were options. But Soho Hotel... Did you go to any of them? We didn't go to any of them. That's another thing, right? There's no point in planning any of it, because... Outside of Tina and the dinner Yeah 
Like, you can't account for people being tired. Also, one thing I suppose people in Cork wouldn't be used to. My mum walks, right? Yeah. She'd go for a walk yeah. in the day, right? She'd get her steps in. Yeah. But you know, when you're not walking for the purpose of walking, like for the purpose of exercise. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, that's one thing that I had to deal with a lot all weekend was, how far away is that? Is that a long <laughs> walk? Is that a long walk? Whereas in a city like London, London's built for tours and commuters, like, you to walk to everywhere. Walking, yeah. If you're not on a tube, you're walking, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, whereas, like, if we were going for dinner, like, back home, mm. you'd get either a taxi to the door, you'd get dropped off to the door, rarely... We, we, we wouldn't really get the bus and even if you did get the bus you'd get it onto the same I know what you mean yeah it's a lot of public transport here whereas even for getting the train into Tottenham Court Road yeah it was a 12 minute walk then to the restaurant yeah say, and people couldn't get over that <laughs> you know so like those we ended up just going to a gay bar then for drinks which I was kind of loving because live now the one thing that I thought was kind of chaos was like there were a few cute boys yeah so we went to the yard you know yeah few cutie boys and I was you know yeah, eyeing them up well I was after a few drinkies so yeah. there was some eye contact in your man being a like, wing woman but I was like oh my god my man's there she could wing woman yeah she could have done that well actually at one point she kind of did facilitate something really because, well she needed her vape charged yeah and the only socket was behind this group of lads who were actually kind of cute so I had to be like Sorry now boys Can I charge my mum's vape Do you mind vape? if I Pop in there behind you And charge my mum's vape And they kind of led to A nice Kissy kisses No There was no kissy kisses My oh, mum okay. was in the corner <laughs> Good weekend all in all Yeah great weekend I love having them over But you know yourself like Even though they were saying You're in hotel, host mode like You're in host mode Yeah you are You'd be wrecked I know you would yeah I know the walking Am I right man <laughs> Okay let's get into this week's team Yeah The team for this week is Losing Alexa Play the winner takes it all from the Mamma Mia soundtrack. I don't want the Abbott version. I want Meryl Streep. Oh, obviously. Oh, it's the red scarf. No, it's her hand. This is what Meryl does. She does this. I don't want to talk. And then she sprints it up the mountain. Yeah, she's running track. She's running she a track star. Why does she sprint up the mountain? Because she's going to the wedding. She's late for the wedding. Where is it? On the top of the mountain. <laughs> And then she didn't even get married. No, it's her wedding then in the end. Do you see Spoilers. <laughs> Do you see there's a new series starting? They're looking for the the next two leads for Mamma Mia the Musical in London. <gasps> Shh. I don't want to talk. talk. No, don't spoil it, you. About things we've gone, gone through. And the aerial shot. Yeah. The drone's rent was due. You know... Meryl Streep says the most when she's not saying anything at all. Yeah. It's all these nuances. Yeah. Who who took her off? I watched someone take her off recently and it was all the... It's all the... It's all the yeah, she's she's struggled. It's, but look, and she goes... On the eyes, look. look she my, was, Donna. This is my Meryl. Watch. Mm. No, that was that slightly too much. Watch. No. You're not even just letting me find, get into just it. Find it, find it. I'm Pierce Morgan. No, I'm not. Who am I? I'm Daniel Craig. No, not him. Who's the? It's Pierce Morgan. No. Pierce Brosnan. I'm, I'm Pierce Brosnan. No, Pierce Morgan's that <laughs> ticket. I'm telling. Alexa, stop. Pierce Morgan. When you goes, I'm Pierce Morgan. I was thinking, why the fuck are you Pierce Morgan? <laughs> I meant Pierce Brosnan. I'm Pierce Brosnan. You never cease to amaze me. <laughs> With your inability <laughs> to get names right like that. Also, do you know what is the thickest thing I've ever done? What? Is um, I, for years, used to think Pierce Morgan was Jeremy Clarkson. So, now, to be fair, yeah. I can see the similarity. So I could never fathom how... This lovely boy from Top Gear who was just out racing cars turned into such a far-righted, bigoted dickhead. Now, Jeremy Clarkson is also a bit of a bellend. Is he? Yeah. Okay, maybe that's why. Is he a dickhead? I'm not particularly fond of it. But is he like, is he as bad as Pierce Morgan? He's come out with some shit as well. Oh, really? Well, Two I don't know. Pod, so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be singing his praises. They're but, not the same person, obviously. But I only found out like two weeks ago that they weren't <laughs> the same person because I was in the gym and Top Gear was on, right? You did you have any telly? You did, but you were just watching Law and Order the whole time. Yeah. But what what else did you watch? Law and Order rest of you. No, and CSI, and CSI Miami. <laughs> Disney Channel. So if you ever Your murder, brain is rotted. If you ever murder somebody, just ring me because I know how to get away with it. Yeah, but you won't be able to remember the murderer's name. That's fine. 
no face actually, no case that's great that's better that's, for them that's actually great you for know them. what I mean yeah. but I was in the gym and Top Gear was on and I literally looked and I was like that doesn't look like Paris Morgan and I took out my phone and I looked up pictures of Paris Morgan and I was like oh my god and then I just realised that they're not the same person like there definitely is similarities yeah. but they also definitely don't look like the same person yeah but anyway back to Donna back to Donna my Meryl I love Meryl Meryl just come on the pod girly some people also fail to remember that she was in Dancing at Lunasa and she does a horrendous Irish accent. Oh, really? Also, yeah. people, didn't people tell her that um, they were like, go away, your show is way too big. They were like, get away, hunky nose and they cut her from loads of stuff. Come here, actually, Meryl Streep is actually a good example to lead us into this theme for this theme, which yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it so when she, we decided on the song. Yeah, so she was off going to loads of castings and they were like, get out with your big nose. Was and, it over and, her and nose? They were like, fix your nose. Oh, God. And then she was like, no, my nose is gorge. And then she was like, no, thank you. And then she just kept going with her nose. My favourite Meryl Streep movie is Death Becomes Her. Oh, yeah, she was an icon in that. But I, I'm not sure if it's my favourite. Is that with Goldie Hawn? Yeah. 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 I'm not sure if it's my favourite Meryl performance. No, but it's just but it's so my favourite movie that Meryl's in. And it's also coming up to Halloween. Also so coming up to Halloween. If you haven't watched Death Becomes Her... Watch it. Stop, stop, stop. I think we've stop actually... Stop being so fucking straight. I think we've done a caller in the pond to tell yeah. people to we listen need to, to watch it before. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a live watch along in the cinema. Ooh. Do you know when people... Well then, do you know when people go to those things where it's like, like watch a film with... Whoever. Insert, yeah. I'd be like, shh. Is someone talking over the whole time? Yeah. Because oh, I'd be like, I couldn't I, enjoy I'd it. hate that. I couldn't enjoy that. Yeah. Anyway, the theme for this week is... Is it losing or losers, did you say? I said losing. Because I don't... I think you could lose... And, and not, not be, be a loser. loser. Absolutely. I'm very glad that you yeah. chose losing. The reason we've gone with this theme this week is we've published a book. Yeah. The book is out. It's out. Also, everyone is serving pussy cunt in public with the book. They're all oh looking God. glamour walking the streets. It looks gorgeous. I'm so glad the book looks as cunt as it does. Yeah, yeah. It's stunning. The, the, there can be many things said about the book. Also, have you, have you looked up any of the reviews? Yes. No, I can't. We were on a rating of two there on Goodreads and I got sick. <laughs> Can anyone publish on that? No, there was there was only one review. Oh, and it was a two star. Yeah, why? I, th- I think it was a hater. What they say? They didn't say anything. They just rated the book a two, and I was like, well, at least leave me some constructive criticism, girlie, for book number two. It's two. It is written by two stars, I suppose. <laughs> you know yourself, girlies. But anyway, and we found out this week as well that we charted at number two in the book sales charts in Ireland, which is pretty amazing. We're number two. We're, We're number two. Second two is the times. Do, 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 I kept do, going. I kept do, going. Do. Second is the best. First is the worst. First is the worst. Second is the best. Yeah. Third is the one with the hairy chest. But second oh is the God, one with the hairy chest. The above. You're all the above. Look at that. Anyway, so fuck Ross Purcell. No, I'm joking. We love her. Um, what was the name of her book again? The Hike Life. And like, sorry. You know no. what? The Hike Life. More like. Rob Purcell, take a hike. <laughs> Taking the number one him. spot from us. <laughs> no, we'll also, if I'm going to lose to someone, I want to lose to Ross Purcell. Absolutely, yeah. Because she's like the patron saint of Ireland. Also, I'd like Saint to... St. Patrick, move over. I'd like to get a copy of the book for the coffee table. Oh, obviously. Also, like, I'd be getting into my hikey bits now that I'm in Ireland. Also, now that we're published authors, are people going to send us books? But anyway, we're number two, which is huge. Sorry now. Like, we never thought that when we released the book, it was going to chart to number two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, actually. Not so much when you were, when I was reading your bits, but when, when I read mine, I was like, "This is, this has the potential to be number one." <laughs> you pulled us down to a thing. Okay, sorry, but I um, I think it's huge because it's, it's obviously a big gay book. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And at a we time, we called it that big gay book. Who did? We should have. Nah. Yeah, I love the young. I love the young Yeah. Also, we never spoke about the whirlwind that was last week. That okay, was like yeah. all the press surrounding it. Let's rewind, girls. Right. So. It's called Publication Week. Let's take a second. Yeah. We're both sitting in dressing gowns in a nice hotel talking about the press week for our book. That's fucking that insane. That's Plenty so crazy. weird. Where are the bubbles? Where, but there's martini glasses there. And I, that's why I said you want to get room service. I meant like you want to actually have a tipple. Oh, shit. We just we're halfway through now. I sparkling water. No, I love, a, I love a little drinky. Will we get one? Will we get one after? Okay, yeah. We get one after. No, actually... What, what's the number for room service? <laughs> what number do you think? I don't know. Oh my god, the phone's kind of cunt. We need to stop saying it. Oh my it. god, it's cordless. <laughs> oh my god, work. Wait for a second. 
reception. No, because they they're going to come in and they're going to be like, "Why did you rearrange the whole room?" And I'm going to be like, "Because we needed to be lit from the front for the podcast you visuals." Say that thing. Wait, I think I called the wrong number. <laughs> oh God! How'd Just you hang, hang up. Hello. I'm sweating in this robe. How'd you hang up by calling this phone? <laughs> No, baby. <laughs> no, you need to just, just pull out from the wall. Just pull out of the wall. Wait, no, wait, let me do this really quick. Shh, 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 shh. What do you want? I don't know. What are you drinking? Like bubbles. Yeah, I do. Or champagne. Do. Whatever. No, not champagne. We don't have champagne money. We don't have champagne money, babe. So Prosecco. Hello? No, are they ever answer? <laughs> They're busy girls. The next book will be out. <laughs> Yeah, number 10 button. Hello? What the heck? They're not answering. We'll get after. Huh? The gantry, you need to answer the phone, please. That was 10 minutes later. But they're probably... It's 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 10 to 7. It's probably oh Pete checking. So you need to sit back down. We need to get oh, back into the Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, that was... <laughs> we'll have to get after. Yeah. Okay, well, where were we? We were talking about oh. all the press last week. So basically last week was publication week, which I only found out it was called publication week when people were saying happy publication day. And I was like, oh, work. Pub week, we say in the biz. Oh, right, yeah. Pub week. But it was mad. We were doing loads of interviews and bits and we signed loads of books. Yeah. Which was class. Yeah, it was a bit mad, was it? It was a bit minted. Now, it was when people came up. A lot of the time, like, I just kind of knew what to say, you know? Yeah. And the ink just flowed from the pen. Yeah. You know, it was actually... Just like another limb. Okay. Mine, you know? The yeah. pen the pen became part of you. My voice. Yeah. Um, but some people would come up then and it was typically if someone made a comment like, What are you going to write? I would just panic. No, I used panic because I can't spell. So people were like, Say this and I'd be like, Grant, but usually I'd write something in my phone and spell check it before I write on it. Do before I do a birthday card, I write it in my notes to make sure all the spelling's oh, right. And then I copy the spellings from my notes into my thing just to check that everything's right. Yeah. But then when people are going like, sign that, I was like, Okay, so I'm like writing it down but I'm panicking and sometimes I'm like Googling <laughs> under the table and next thing I get a kick in the side from Kevin going, You're writing too slow and I'm like, Can you leave That me was alone? the first night because because they were all piling up <laughs> yeah. And the worst was like And you know I'll chat to anyone And I was loving chatting With everyone yeah. who was coming To the launch and things Yeah But like You know you'd run out Of things to say then I know And so You, you would still be signing the book But I'd have my head up Because I'd have to be After signing it already And they'd just be looking at me And I'd be like So, so Where are you going after this? Um, what other books have you read? <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't know what to say But anyway It was a great week But it was We were wrecked from it Wrecked from it, yeah, yeah. So basically We got the number two spot We're still in celebration mode Yeah We still have another launch To go in London tomorrow yeah. night But What we want to do is Because It's so weird I Found out that we got number two And I was like I knew I should have been delighted Yeah, I know what you mean I was like We were both delighted But then we rang each other And we were like Because we're Greedy. We were like, I want to know. But is that? But that's not. I don't know if it's greed, and it, you shouldn't be embarrassed about wanting something either. Like yeah. obviously, who wouldn't want to be number one? Kevin rang me, and I was like, Oh my god, it's amazing, isn't it? And then we both looked at each other and day, and we were like, But we wanted number one, right? But you know, obviously, <laughs> like no one, you know, goes out and tries to do something with the intention of being of, number two. Now, also, we just wanted to write the book. We were never doing the book. With the intention of charting and charting, charting. Yeah, yeah, that we, was actually just something that came up on our radar. Yeah, in the last few months, yeah. and we, we knew that like pre-sales and stuff were going well, so we were yeah. like, "There, you know, there stands a chance yeah. of this book doing well." Yeah, from uh, you know a commercial perspective. But it kind of got us talking then as well about like all the other times in our life where we like we went for things and didn't get it, and we were like, "It builds character." And also, really, I suppose what we did was we let that kind of mar. The moment Yeah as, as opposed to being like Oh my god We're number two in the country We were like We're not number one Which, which it's is still, crazy It's still fucking huge It's like. our first book And yeah. like we wrote a book Oh yeah it's insane I literally I said it to A few of our friends I was like Come here we chatted to the yeah. number two uh, missed out on the top spot And they're like What? Like your book's number like, two That's insane yeah. instead, of, like, instead of me being like Oh my god we no- yeah. got number two I was like Well we got number two <laughs> Yeah it's crazy Which is I don't know I, I, yeah. I think I think that's your influence Why? You, 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 you're you very competitive But babe I never won anything growing up Didn't you? No I was Like I'm I'm used to Sure I'm comfortable in number two I'm sitting pretty oh. Sure I was number two on me life And number two in the pod <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I, ne I never won anything. You never... Oh, go one away. Call room service there again and get him to send up a violin. <laughs> no, I just... But I'm, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not saying, oh, whoa, it's me. I'm just saying, I just... I never really... I never really won anything. You never won anything else? No, like... Have Didn't you? Didn't you win that thing in Vegas with the dance crew? No, babe. We came fourth and it's because there was only four dance crews in the competition. But didn't I make a donation for you to go to Vegas? We never went to Vegas. Another thing I donated to and you <laughs> never ended up even following through with it? No, that's lies. No, like we, like when I was younger, so the first year we went to Dublin to compete in this dance competition called HHI, right? And it was the first time, like, we knew nothing because, like, like, there wasn't any hip-hop classes in Cork. So, like, you had to, like, have, like, a lock-in section, a house section, all these things. And all the Dublin dancers were obviously unreal. We yeah. were trading our balls off, like, off YouTube and stuff. Pure raising money for the bus to get up there kind of vibes. Do you know if you ever competed against Jose before you even knew each yeah, other? Yeah, we did. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I my did, God. I knew who he was, though. Like, I knew of him, like. From the circus? From the circus, yeah. He was in He was in the um, winning team. What? Yeah, he was unreal. But basically, um, we go up and, like... We came last. We came last, like, in the competition. But then we went away, and then we, like, worked really hard, rehearsed again, like, got new members, all this stuff, came back, came second. That's really good. Yeah. So yeah, the second thing is a bit of a... Second thing is kind of... Common like, Did I jinx you? us? No, not at all. So I, I think I've always been kind of... And to be honest, it's grand. I think being number one is too much pressure. Isn't that a load of fun either? I remember one of my first experiences of losing and it nearly sent me into orbit at the tender age of about seven. Wow. There was competition to design the Christmas cards for the school, right? The charity Christmas cards. Okay. And I remember I just had this idea and I was like, I'm going to put my whole pussy into this Christmas card. Right? Yeah. That's actually the words that went through my head. <laughs> and then years old, yeah. It. I remember showing it to people and they were like, oh my God, like... The best thing ever. People are going to have the best Christmas if they get that card in the post coming to their house. <laughs> Santa himself is amazing. gagged and gooped. And it was one of those things that I just, you know, I was like looking around at the standard of the cards in the class and yeah. I was going, oh my God, girls. You're trash. It's a shoo-in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember then when the Christmas card list was announced. Yeah. And my name wasn't on it and I'm going, What? Right, I yeah. couldn't deal Rigged. with it because because I, as well I was like, this is good enough to be a card, right? Okay, you were. And robbed. anyway, one of the lads in my class, I got it. You should have seen the fucking state of it. And you know, I was very aware as a child as well, so I was kind of like, what's going on here? Yeah. I don't know whether backhanders were happening or what, or whether his mum was on the parents committee, or whether his dad was shagging the teacher, or what was going on. But it was honestly definite uh, nepo baby vibes. Okay, because, but. But it was shit. So what did you draw, like? It was some stupid, like, North Pole thing or whatever. And but you I don't even a... know what that is. <laughs> but I did a gorgeous house, right? Yeah. And I did Santa coming in. Do you know how hard it is to do a sleigh, by the way? <laughs> no, but I radio. do it every day. <laughs> I don't know how hard it is. I do it every day, baby. But then I wrote... It was snowing, right? Yeah. Circles. You know, yeah. Cross circles. Yeah. And then I wrote Santa in the snow that was falling. This doesn't sound like it looks good. It looked gorgeous. No, no. No, honestly, mine was way better. And I was literally like, how are you giving it? How the heck is this bastard after getting... Also, it made me resent the boy for the whole of, like, my school <laughs> life. He's so, probably nice. Are you a sore loser then? Like, as in, like, when you lose, do you, do you get better about it? Well, obviously, when you were younger, you would have, right? I would have been a, a small bit of a sore loser. I'd say, yeah. There's nothing worse than when you lose something and you're raging. But, you're you, raging. but you can't be can't raging because then you're a sore loser and you have to pretend to be like, oh, it's grand, it doesn't matter. Did I ever tell you what I did with the Rotary Club? No. So the Rotary Club, I don't, I still don't really know what, what it is. What is the Rotary Club? It's like, they're like, it's like a group made up of people in the local area. They do some like charity work and anyway, they were doing some scheme to do with leadership, right? So they were taking people from schools. You to, did tell me about this before. But, Basically, they were looking for people to be um, put forward in schools yeah. who showed exemplary leadership skills. Okay. Right? <laughs> Girls. All, all night look pointing. No, look no further. Pointing to me. Right? So, went for it. Yeah. I had to do like an interview and just talk all about myself, which I'm well able to do, girls. Yeah. You know, even before I started the pod. <laughs> And anyway, so I got told that I got put through to the next round. Gorge. So I got put forward from my school. Yeah. Then I was against the other schools, right? Yeah. And again, it was just like an interview. I was, you basically have to go in and hype yourself up. 
Really? Be like I was a leader when I did this and I okay. did this. And sure, I was involved in all the extracurricular bits. Yeah. You know, and because I'm a control freak, yeah. I tended to head up the extracurricular bits okay. because I didn't like anyone else organising it. Okay. Anyway, so me against all these other people from different schools mm-hmm. and they invite us to this lunch. Yeah. The end of the lunch then they're announcing the winner who's I thought was going off to Brussels to the youth <laughs> parliament. Right. Okay. So my mum's there, yeah. right? And my dad couldn't go because he was working. So my when we got to bring two people, so my mum brought her friend from work. <laughs> Hi, Eileen. Hi, Eileen. <laughs> Hope you're well. And next thing they went, um, and the winner is yeah. Right, at the end of the meal, you know, tap tap tap, <laughs> clink 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 on the glass. Kevin to me from Douglas Community School. <laughs> well, I really lost the will to live. I was yeah. like, this is the biggest thing. That I've ever done yeah. And I was like Oh my god mm-hmm. Youth parliament So they were like Speech speech Basically Rotary Are all about speeches I think that's all they do And then anyway Went up and I was like It was the worst speech I've ever made in my life Because I really wasn't Expecting to get it right Yeah And I went Thank you so much Like This is such a surprise Yeah I'd like to thank My mum and dad For raising me I'd like to thank My principal at the school So thanking everyone Like Oscar's right and then I went and I could see my mum's eyes darting around the room like, what's he on about, right? And then so I go, to wrap it up, then I went, yeah. and I look forward to representing Cork Rotary at the European Parliament next month, right? And then someone just went, sorry, Kevin, there's still another round. <laughs> and I was Puce. Oh babe I'd be like Ground swallow me whole I was mortified no, I couldn't I, would, I couldn't actually Look at my mum I would have ran away And never came back And it's one of those things Like my mum was so supportive Right Oh your mum was, was mortified babe, for me never had Actually my mum Couldn't look at me No she, she it, And she was mortified She brought her friend From work She was like I'm so sorry uh, Did you go to the next round Went to the next round Didn't get it Oh we got another free lunch That's because they were like This cocky bastard Sasan in here Thinks what, he how, has it How weird is that how embarrassing that is, is this? embarrassing. That is embarrassing. It's so, so, so embarrassing. Also, like, another thing that kind of really, I suppose, changed the trajectory of my life. I was set on going to Lanes over here. Yeah. Um, and I remember when the letter arrived and I didn't get the scholarship, I was devastated. Yeah, it I was is. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd planned out my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was me moving to Epsom to go to Lanes. And I was like, oh, wait. I'm not getting any You're kind not of the assistance or bursary. Yeah. So I was like, well, yeah. that dream has gone out the window. That I thought I was going back to UCC. <laughs> <laughs> I actually deferred in case I didn't get in. Really? Yeah. That happened to me before. Not coming back, UCC, by the way. In case you're <laughs> just, just in case you're holding the space. I think it was a three-year thing, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, you could defer for three years, which I thought was kind of cunty. Just that get, is. You know, in case there was an injury. And you just hop back in. Just go, girls, and back. That happened to me with Bard as well. It's a performing arts college over here. I auditioned. I remember texting Molly, being like, oh my God, my audition went so well. Like, I'd lo- I can't wait to go to Bard. It's so gorgeous. And then um, I got foundation course. So like it, was, like, it wasn't even the main They course. slapped me with a foundation as well. I was like, okay, well, I can't do that. Like... I was going, it's all a money-making racket. It is bastards. all a money-making racket. Yeah, it's a gorgeous school now. Is it? It's all done. It's up. all done. All. It's like proper, like, gorgeous, like, institution vibes. Really? Yeah, like brick. Nowadays, they're talking about doing awards just for participating. And is it, is it, is this just something that some people are peddling online? Because they believe the world has gone too woke. You know, where people are saying they're... Eliminating the whole idea of winning. No, you need to, obviously you need. I think it's. I learned loads of lessons growing up when I lost. Like absolutely. Yeah, I remember. It I, makes you hungry for it, girls. And there's a, oh, and But also, it just teaches you that like, you can't win everything in life. So then, if you lose, you just get used to losing. So then, like, you yeah. don't beat yourself up as much. Back on the whole participation award, like I think in school, like for example, like John, when you do like the sports day, yeah, like people need to win and people need to lose, like or just stop doing the sports days. Worst the day of my life No I love an egg and spoon And the sack race I know but they're all the ones I was picked for Because I couldn't do the others But they're the fun ones Yeah they're actually kind of fun Also I was How does anyone do a wheelbarrow race though? No the one thing Do you know I was the best at And like I think Long jump No it was the wheelbarrow race How? I was actually so good at the wheelbarrow race actually Because right You're pulling down the boys shorts No so basically Johnny my like best friend in primary school and Jordan like but Johnny was like my partner because he was smaller so he's I was better for, he's a better wheelbarrow yeah so I was obviously like a gigantor in school I was always the biggest in my class right um, and bigger than everyone else 
And I wasn't that fast, but what I lacked in speed, I made up for it in brute strength. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Johnny was like literally half my size. So the f- we'd get in our positions, he'd be the wheelbarrow, I'm the farmer. I don't know, I never looked at it like yeah. that. Anyway, he's the wheelbarrow, I'm the farmer or whatever. Um, and just as they blew the whistle, Gardner. just as they blew the whistle, I'd grab him by the ties and I'd just lift him off the floor and I'd run. So he wouldn't have to move his hands at all. So he just wouldn't have his hands on the floor. So he's basically <laughs> flying, right? And I'd just have to run with him because I was strong enough to just hold him up. So we won the wheelbarrow race. Were you brilliant at it? I, well, I like, technically should have been disqualified because he didn't have to put his hands on the floor once. Like He literally just, the minute the whistle went, I just lifted him off the floor and started running. Babe, would you ever go back to it? Well, I'm a bit old to be entering no, a primary school school. But not the primary school version. There's not professional wheelbarrow racing. There absolutely is. There's not. Look it up. I bet you there is. You know what I used to love? Did you used to have the student-teacher soccer matches? Yeah. I used to think that was so hot. But our teachers used to be um, getting pure angry at the kids. Oh like, my God, they'd be snapping. Them, snapping, like literally slide tackling them. It's because they had like something to prove. And like when they were out there, you know, all the female teachers would be watching yeah. as well. And they'd be... And looking back on it now, the teachers are probably like our age. Yeah. and You know what I mean? And kind of crazy. And if, and if a teenager was um, trying to beat me in a game, I'd try and win. But imagine like if... if, if the students who were playing were pure like some of the annoying students who'd be giving you a hassle in the class you couldn't really do anything and then when it came to the football match then you'd be claiming them <laughs> <laughs> but it used to be kind of I used to love when the, when the teachers would be getting kind of crazy really? you know just it just it, shows that they're like just like yeah, us yeah just like us mean? a bit and yeah. also there was one or two of the teachers why is weak far in a kit human wheelbarrow racers yeah but you can't do it nowhere else you're a weirdo what's the thing they used to do down Blaney Street? The pram push. The pram push. Girls. You'd be great you, at that. If you don't know what this is, stop what you're doing now and look it's up. It's the earliest form of drag. The pram push in Cork City. It was the best. Bring back the Cork City pram push. It was the best day of my life. No, you couldn't do it anymore. No, you couldn't. So basically, the premise was, Blarney Street is the longest street in Ireland. I say this all the time. Right? <laughs> I lived on it. We so, should change it from my grandmam. Blarney Street is the longest street in Ireland. <laughs> there's more. Are you on commission? There's more pubs than any other um, shop on Blarney Street. Like there's there's like there's more pubs than anything else, right? <laughs> there might be more pubs. There's more than, pubs than people. There's more pubs than people, basically. So what <laughs> used to happen is for charity, right? And each pub would nominate a mammy and a baby, and it would just be two lads from the pub. And one of them would dress up like a mam, one of them would dress up like a baby, and their job was to start at the end of Blarney Street. This is real, by the way. This used to happen, right? Start at the end of Blarney Street, and the mams would push the babies in the pram, and they'd race from the end of Blarney Street to the top. But the trick was, you had to stop in every pub along the way and down a point. Oh, I didn't know there was that yeah. element at all. Yeah, no. Janice used to own the residence. Well, she still does. Jordan's mam. Uh, Janice and Stephen, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what they had to do. So some of the lads would start and they'd down a point but then some of them would be like feck it I'll just stay here and they'd have a few. But then a lot of them would try and win right. So they're running up Blarney Street yeah. but then in, along Blarney Street they'd have like stages with music there was like fancy dress. You can watch clips online of yeah. it. So Google it look it up on YouTube um, Blarney pram- Street Prampush Like ev- we had such an I dressed up as Ash Ketchum for actually another time where I lost I thought I was going to win the fancy dress competition in the pram push dressed up as Ash Ketchum I painted a red hat white at the front with the poker ball and everything right I had uh, the whole look I had a Pikachu teddy sounds a bit crafty yeah but it was it was glamour but but was it executed I was only short like... ma- I was only short of making uh, Jordan dress up like Pikachu <laughs> like I was so in oh, and then I think Pikachu. April Philpott the bitch won but her man was on the committee see there's that's my issue with all those things especially when it's local talent yeah there's always going to be someone who knows someone. Yeah. So remember all that scandal we could do in a whole episode on, remember the Irish dancing scandal and they were all awarding in the fetches, they were all yeah. awarding people who they knew from different schools and they would be given the numbers. I actually lost a fancy dress costume competition before as well. To her. Well, it was, it was happening down in McDonald's ahead of Halloween and I had a gangster outfit that I'd used for dance overtures. We were doing sing, sing, sing. Is gangster kind of like... No, it was borderline. like, you know, sorry, like, soprano, oh, like, okay, pinstripe like, suit. Okay, okay, I thought you were, like, borderline. No. You know. Sopranos, like. Sopranos, buzz. Yeah. Anyway, oh, also, Padre Blissing, they were all kids' costumes that we all used to get from the one supplier. Yeah. Padre couldn't get to fit him. 
Oh. And he had to, he had to cut, he had to cut all his trousers. So that's where the body dysmorphia began. <laughs> Started probably yeah. then. Bless him. And I loved that number. It was a great number, actually. <laughs> it was actually a great number. But anyway, I was like, I'm going to be, because obviously, girl, is, she's a thrifty queen. Yeah. She loves to re- reuse. Yeah. She loves to repurpose. Look at you. And I went, as a, I went as a zombie gangster. Okay. Right, all the bits. You said you said you go to do gangster with a twist. And then a girl who went as a table, she literally just had like a flat cardboard box and she had one of those, you know, you know those like camp dinner reveal yeah. plates. No, that's hilarious. Over her head. No, she should have won. She deserved. She won it, yeah. But like, that's amazing. I want, I want to go, is that for Halloween? I know, but it was just very... We, did she, to, we had to do a costume parade. But did and she come she on was, stage and she goes, dinner served, hunties, and she took <laughs> off the thing? You know what the worst bit of it was? We had yeah. to do a costume parade, so we had to walk... Like they played music And we wanted to do like A lap of McDonald's And Douglas yeah. This sounds like a fever dream <laughs> It potentially is Do a lap of McDonald's Whilst all the judges watch us But you obviously knew When you were coming up To the judges yeah. right So you'd be like this Right You'd go And then you'd be coming up To the judge And you'd be like this And you ham it up a bit And you'd be like this <laughs> So it was actually It was actually A weird time in my life I know we're talking about Like losing or whatever But just Because we're after touching On those two instances now Is community dying because, like, nah. when I was younger, we used, like, in that, in the Prampus, like, we were all out in the street, like, there now, you were all parading around Douglas, like, all the community was in the street, and it was just celebrating, like... And now they're just on their iPads? And, and no one's out in the street anymore. Or do we sound very old, but, like, it's weird, like, that, because no. it's all health and safety now, like, people are doing their own thing. Do you know, Stratford actually is a great community buzz about it. Really? And in the community centre, there's always stuff happening, and they're... Meant to be very good for like facilitating events, or if you have an idea, or yeah. you want to do, I don't know, like a community yoga class, they'll help you with all that stuff. Yeah, but like, even like, I used to be like, what, just wandering into my neighbor's houses when I was growing up. Like. Oh, that idea, yeah, yeah, that's gone. Yeah, that's all gone. No, so the kids don't even go trick or treating anymore because they're all getting snatched. But anyway, bring back community. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the community, you know, where community can be found as well. Where? Yeah. In here in your heart. <laughs> Also, I'm just realising that we've been dressed in these gowns for the whole recording. Do we look a bit ridiculous? Yeah, but it's fine, like. I look like Bubbles Tavir. Who's that? A little Britain character, and she she commands you like, call me Bubbles, darling, everybody does. <laughs> no, but I you look know, it up after. What a, what a crazy, crazy show. Yeah. It what didn't age well. Crazy, but no, it didn't age well, but should never have even done well yeah. at the time. It shouldn't have began to stuff. age, yeah. It shouldn't have it shouldn't have been oh, but also like some of it some of it was funny. <laughs> some of it. Some of it was crazy. Anyway, what we're trying to say in this episode is that if you lose, don't be getting too down to dumps about it. Yeah, let it be, let it motivate you to do better the next time. Also, you we're only- gonna we're actually gonna we're going to wipe the floor with our next book. Ross Purcell, you better watch out if you're planning on releasing another book. But also, if you... Also, I always say, like, and this sounds really wanky, well, right? But, like, you can only lose if you try... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you know what I mean? Don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. And you put that on a tea towel and hang it in your kitchen. But I actually I actually had that as uh, a quote in my wall when I first moved over here. Really? Because sometimes you do, sometimes you'd be so afraid to try something yeah, you'd that be, you won't you'd be even try. To, yeah, and you'd be up to, you'd be like, oh, like, imagine if we were like, oh, I don't want to start a podcast because like, People what if we fail? People think we're EJ, so we're Yeah. So you never know until you try it. And then if you, if you fail, like you just 
pick yourself up and try again. Now we're talking like we failed when we became second highest book in the country. We need to calm down. No, but but that's what I mean. But it's still not first. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the fella? Who who's who's your man? Is it Serena Williams and Venus Williams' dad? He wouldn't be pleased. He wouldn't be pleased. He was always pushing for number one. Yeah. Well, that's what I've learned from watching the movie with Will Smith. Apparently, it's meant to be very good. Very good. Really. Also, what's your woman's name again? Jada Pinkett Smith. What's she coming out with? She's, She's trolling us at this stage, isn't also, she? Also, someone put up in this like, someone put up on social being like, Jada Pinkett Smith is someone who would corn you in a party and just overshare like everything. Be like, she just she overshares too much. I know we're we are we're an open book, right? But sometimes yeah. some things keep it yourself, girly. Girl, get a diary. Girl, get a diary. Also, just get a diary, and then in a few years, sell the diary or make it into your memoir or there make it into go. manuscript. Stop just telling us a load of details against our will. <laughs> I actually don't will against will as well. I don't want to hear it. I know. We don't want to hear it, Jada Pinkett Smith. Anyway, I think um, I can never feel like a loser because I'm always winning with you, Dan. We're all, like, we're, you know what? Also, we have a book. Oh, I'm obsessed. Yeah, you know what? And that's one, another thing to be said for us. We'll kind of try our hand at anything. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, some things I would be afraid to try. Like what? Um, ceviche. It's not nice. It's a, it's a ceviche, nay. What is it again? It's just cold stuff. Look, what, what ceviche is, right? Yeah. Is the chef goes, um, couldn't be bothered heating that up now, doll. Just See, that's why I wanted to get into it because I was like, oh, it doesn't take too much time because it's all cold and no, raw. No, and as well, gazpacho. Miss me with the gazpacho. No, girl, skip me with the gazpacho, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Ceviche, anything cold, anything that's supposed to be, anything that my brain thinks is supposed to be hot and I put into my oven is cold. There's nothing worse than when you think a food is going to be hot and you put it into your mouth and it's cold. Why would I want a cold soup when the reason I'm ordering the soup in the first instance it's because I want to be cosy. And you want your stomach to get a, a warm hug. A hug? Yeah. I used to be mortified when the seasonal soup at the restaurant that I worked at was a cold soup. Even I remember when people would ask me. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Me, they'd say, what's the soup of the day? I couldn't actually deliver it with a, with a straight face. You just say, go, don't bother. I would don't go, bother. It's a cold soup. Yeah, no. Manky. No, no, manky. No, Mr. <laughs> no ceviche or gazpacho for us girls. Anyway, miss us with the ceviche and gazpacho. That's the name of the app. <laughs> right, um, so, Selena losers. <laughs> also, are we still plugging the book? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, girls, get the book. No, I'm so proud of us. Like, sorry, no. I'm obsessed with the book. Well done. Thank you so much. Well done to you. Will we have a little celebratory dinner? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we can't get it we're not getting, Well, we're not getting Prosecco. Anyway, girlies. Go on, love you. Bye. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.